Gossip Girl with situation. And we're just not going to talk about it, but we are going to talk about Friday Night Lights. Welcome back to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're live tonight. We're discussing season two, episode four. Are you ready for Friday night? No. No. <laughs> Backfire. Imagine if I had the wrong notes. I don't. <laughs> season two, good. episode four, Backfire. Original air date, October 26, 2007. Written by David Hudgens, directed by Jonas Pate. Eric quits his college coaching job to return home to his family and the Panthers, but the latter doesn't look very promising when the old coach fights his termination with only after two games. Mm-hmm. Tim accompanies Jason to Mexico, where a questionable medical procedure gives Jason hope for walking again. After making an appearance in the Lord's name in a boy's home, it's more like Juvie, Lila mm-hmm. takes it upon herself to show a recently released inmate the light landry's father is called into work after the body that he and tyra disposed of is discovered the four words i gave you direction permit body and kit was kit for lila yes she literally (laughs) says to santiago keep in touch what is going on with her yeah i'm a little bit here for it actually i would like for this pair to get together she needs a bad boy And not Tim Riggins, right? And not Tim Riggins. Anyone but Timo. Timo Riggo. Timo Riggo. Timo Riggo. Timo Riggo. Keep your paws off of him. Keep your paws off. Okay. Keep your paws off of him. Oh. <laughs> All right. So let's start with direction. This has to do with Jason going in the direction he's choosing to go. Also, how uh the panthers are choosing to go in a different direction yes yeah okay so the road trip to mexico was it everything that you dreamed of and hoped for it was cute super cute we arrive we head straight to the clinic we are here for business jason finds out though that the doctor isn't in and whoever made the appointment made a mistake okay working for a doctor's office yes liz shine light shit happens yeah um it didn't seem like he got many confirmation calls that this was happening because uh-huh. he would have been sure. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think so, there's yeah. any confirmation calls. No, it's not the typical, not the normal situation. So he was furious. She, it's, you know. It's not her it's fault. It's not her fault. <laughs> She's just the messenger. Yeah, the receptionist says the doctor is on vacation with his family. Try again in a week. She doesn't know when he's going to be back. A week. So the boys literally spend a week week what the hell in the hotel room watching tv tim is sick of it he says we have money we have booze we have no woman no no stories no memories and jason says he needs to save that ten thousand dollars for the doctors i understand that yeah but he's a a literal bag a double bag of money is petrifying yeah you couldn't have like got a bank check a bank check (laughs) It's just panic like that. They had so much cash on them this whole time. Right. And I'm sure they didn't like go to like expensive hotels. They went to like a motel. You don't know. People could like go into your room and take your shit and scary. Especially keeping that safe for a week. Mm -mm. I would not want to be holding that more than like 10, less than 10 minutes. That much cash. Yeah. So obviously Jason doesn't want to go anywhere. He's being very uh, cautious with the money and Riggins isn't having it. So literally picks Jason up. This is cute. Forces him. He wants to have a good time. He's like, hey, I came to Mexico. We should be making memories. Which you should. It would be fun stories, you know, to tell your kids. (laughs) (laughs) So the boys do go out. Jason and Tim are arguing in the streets. He tries to explain to him about about the surgery and 
Tim is starting to catch on of like, why isn't this legal in the States? Mm -hmm. And it's because the FDA doesn't approve of it. And also, no one has actually walked from this surgery. Right. We Nobody knows of anyone that's no. been a success story. I don't know if we've heard any horror stories either. No. Just yet. I'm there's sure n- there's not a lot of, even though Jason keeps saying, I've done research, I've done research. But at this point, Jason has... One track mind. Right, like give me a name of someone who walked after this or, you know, had complete motion of his, uh, whatever it is. Right. Uh, So as as this conversation is happening, Tim is drinking in the streets, jaywalking, and a cop stops them, asks them for ID. And so Jason pulls out his wallet. He's like, here, sir, here, sir. Thank you, sir. I didn't catch that that was what he was getting in trouble for. Yeah, he just wanted ID. And because he's drinking on the street? It could be for that, too. (laughs) The drinking age is 18 in Mexico, but we know Tim isn't 18. No, he's not. The ages are... We don't know. Go back and forth. Mm -mm. But he's a smart mouth. Yeah. So essentially, because Tim goes to pay off the cop, saying, oh, the cop just wants memories. The cop just wants honey. The bowls. Right. The ball's on him. So Tim gets locked up temporarily. Jason has to bust him out. Jason is super pissed about this. And he's like, essentially, F you. I'm going back to the room. And Tim goes, can you at least buy me some tacos? I love those. Spoiler, my favorite quote. <laughs> Same. I mean, how how can you be mad at this? Even though I would be super frustrated at a personality like this, but also like Tim Riggins. It's Tim Riggins. Tim O'Riggo. He loves. We love Tim O'Riggo. And Jason knows Tim. Like, that, yes. that's his best friend. Right. He knows he's going to be up to some shit. Yeah. So Jason finally meets with the doctor and he says he can do the surgery. It's Thursday. It's going to happen real soon. Tim doesn't like the sound of this because now they're talking about the injections is from not as not actually stem cells, embryo, embryoic stem cells and from sharks. It's shark stem cell, basically. Right. right? And the doctor saying that. The FDA doesn't approve of this because America just can't get behind it. And also sharks have the have such a great immune system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they repair their bodies repair quicker or something like that. Right. And Tim, now the wheels are turning of like, uh, I don't like I don't like the looks of this. I don't yeah. like the sound of this. So Jason's excited because he finally met with the doctor and he's like, yes, finally, we can go out. We can party. We can celebrate. So the boys, they start drinking a lot. They go to karaoke. It was really a, a cute scene. It was. This whole scene was very, but it also had me having anxiety. I know the you were so stressed. And I was like, no, actually, this is like kind of humorous. I know. I couldn't but- like relax and enjoy it because I was afraid that someone was going to take their money. Oh, I didn't you even know? thinking that. Yeah. Or okay, okay. just like the, the other shoe was going to fall and we're going to actually pan to like the next day and Jason, something's going to happen. He's going to be in a obviously a devastated state yeah. of mind. So, how did you like? the boys singing jason gets I'm up obsessed he's very drunk he looks like gavin DeGraw on the hat did you feel the same or way craig sheffer or craig sheffer yeah <laughs> they're one of the same <laughs> and he sings i'm gonna walk up i'm gonna walk up. it was i'm gonna get out of this chair. um actually made me tear up same. because i loved it so much that i felt so bad for this kid I know. that he has such high hopes and such dreams like yes i am gonna walk and the reality is even if he does go through with this surgery, there is no guarantee that he'll survive. Tim says, like, he might even die. Yes. Or that he'll walk again. Or worse. It's also, he's got such this blind faith. And yeah. mm-hmm. you can start to see the worry in Tim's face. Yeah, he's it's like building. smiling and then he's like, oh, oh shit. 
This is not good. And so Tim gets worried. And so he calls Lila for help. Not Chime my first, in here. Not my Chime first choice. Not my first choice. She's a kid like y'all. She can't really do much for you. Um, I get where he's going. Like, you're basically the only other person that can help me get through to him. Who, you know who I would have been calling? Who, Liz? Well, before, besides his parents, what about Coach? Oh, shit. I Coach would get right through. Coach. Coach and him have a special relationship. I guess call Lila because Lila knows them both even best. Tammy. Yeah, but I think it's like we need to get to him on a mutual level. Right, exactly. And like a non-threatening level because they're they're the same age. So I was surprised, but I felt, I mean, Lila's going to pull it through. She's going to help him out. You do. Because that's that's Lila. Or she's going to figure out some way, if it's not her helping, to get someone to help him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Moving on. We get a game very early on in the episode, which yeah. we usually don't get the games until the end of that the episode. That wasn't a continued... No. This okay. is a new game. <laughs> the Panthers are doing awful. Matt and Smash get into it because, again, Smash is not acting mm-hmm. as a team. Mm-hmm. Fight breaks out. They lose the game. Yeah. So Buddy and the other boosters, but really it's just Ted Honcho Buddy, sits down with McGregor, fires him after two games, states they need to go in a different direction. They're going to pay him for the season and give him a severance package. Thanks so much. You changed some things. You need to go. List. Okay. Everybody, for the most part, is rooting for Buddy because Buddy is bringing Coach home. List throughout this entire episode was just like going off. This was wrong. This is so <laughs> wrong on so many levels. You, I, you guys know I have zero respect for Buddy Garrity. But even in this sense? I don't I don't okay. care. Everything okay. he does is malicious and it's ill intent and it's selfish. And he's saying, this is not my coach. Got to get him out. He's been saying this since day one. So any little thing he's putting like the magnus- magnifying yeah. glass on and is making a big production when in reality, okay, they lost two games. They lost when Eric was first to coach too. You are right. But like, they did a shady shit. They did behind his back. They it did was shady. They did shady and shit. he lawyered up because he was like, you know what? Actually, that's wrong. But also <laughs> McGregor's kind of, he's a, a dick. But he's a dick. He's a, he has, I, he's a coach. Like I know he should probably shouldn't be coaching like high school kids. Yeah. But he is a coach, like, born and bred. He's, as you said, a drill sergeant. Like, he likes to order and put and throw out plays and have winning a winning team. But they, the kids, unfortunately, don't respect him. But should the team be acting the way they're acting? No, they're fighting. They're not getting along. No, of course not. They're, they're acting out because they're... In, put in a situation that they don't like and they're not comfortable with and they're not used to and they're, his coaching skills are his coaching tactics are obviously very different than what they're used to. Right. So I feel like we could have like give give the coach a warning <laughs> kind of like hey you need to change your tone or something like that. These are only kids after all at the end of the day they're only 16 years old. Um yeah, the only one who seemed to say anything. Well, McGill slightly said it, and then Jason tried. They tried. They tried. But, but not like, not from the board. No, and also, who... I get Buddy's, like, king uh, booster, but you yeah. do not... You're not part of the school board. You have no say in this, and I was appalled that he told this coach that, no, actually, you're going to get the boot, and I'm firing you. And so the coach retaliated. He's like, no, that's not how it's going to go down. Right, so... 
all of this happens. Buddy gives the call to Eric and tells He's him like, you're in. the eagle landed. The job is yours. McGregor's fired. So Eric goes and tells his, his boss and he tries to soften it and saying, I have to do this for my family. I knew my wife was pregnant when I took this job, but like things happen. I have to do this, but like we can make it work. I'll leave during a bye week. I can transition out. And the coach is like, this is not IBM. Pack your shit. Yeah. Like they'll set you up. That's it. My problem. Goodbye. So really there's, there's at this point, no job for coach. So Eric gets home, but he's right there to meet him right there. And he's like, wow, do you, you following me? And or oh, Tammy, she's like, he just got home. He okay? just got home. I want to eat with my husband. Right, like, go, buddy. Yeah. You pest. But Buddy's there essentially to tell him that there's a lawsuit happening. I fucked up. <laughs> he might not have a job. Spoiler: He does end up having a job. Right, right. Uh, but at what cost? Well, right, because at <laughs> at the hearing, McGregor he is there with his lawyer and he's trying to fight this, right? Because like you said, it is bullshit. And Buddy, uh, Buddy, like, again, this is a good moment for Buddy, but he it's shitty. It's completely selfish. It is, but not really because we do, the town does want him back. We want to see him I back. I want him back. I don't need Buddy to get him there. And I know we talked about this last week, but. But he says like, like Buddy literally says like, I am speaking for everyone. But he sa- he's like, basically, we just don't like you. We don't like you. <laughs> you change the pep rally. You don't let practice, your practices are closed. AKA Buddy can't he's be on the sidelines. He's a little brat. Yeah. Uh, Eric ends up finding out about this through the paper. Yeah. Not even gets a phone call. Well, that's how he Eddie found the job. He found out he... Oh, no, that, never mind. I was thinking of something else. I'm like, he found out he was leaving because of the paper, but he chose to leave. He did choose to leave, yeah. <laughs> At the end of the episode, McGregor shows up and tells Coach, like, hey, so glad this worked out for you. I just want you to know I also have a family and I'll be seeing you again. And I was like, you know what? Yes, you wow, do. This is taking such an I interesting am. stance on this. Mike wants to know, will we really see the other coach again? Is this case truly closed or will it come up again? I don't think it will come up again, but maybe down the line, kind of like a voodoo situation, we'll be like, oh, shit, now we're going to compete against McGregor. McGregor, yeah. Will wants to know, will Coach leave Dylan for another college job? In two years. They made it very clear, in two years, he can also now apply for college jobs. And by that point, Julie will either be graduating or she'll be about to graduate. And it will work out for everyone because maybe she'll go to school near to, maybe she'll go to TMU. Mm light bulb you think he'd go back to tmu no or just a college and it will be like you know the wonder years like i'll just go i don't know why i'm referencing the wonder years they didn't all go to college together boy meets world where everyone goes to the same college exactly i know to i mean so many they all do it i literally didn't get the reference the first time but yeah like they could all kind of transition yeah. where Julie goes to a school and coach can also get a job there. Yeah. It would be so after school special. Eric gets back to work. He, you know, walks into the, the Panther house, says, we're going to have some fun today. Mm. He's back. It feels good. It's it shitty, good. but it, feel, it feels good. It feels good, but I'm sure at that point he was like, I feel actually kind of shitty. That yeah. Coach mm-hmm. to coach. coach this to is coach. fucked like, up. If this happened to me, I would feel really disrespected too. And... And Eric didn't know how didn't. how this was going to happen. No. He just trusted Buddy. Which you never do. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah. Am I wrong? Let's move on to permit. <laughs> Julie got her permit and needs to practice driving, which this doesn't really make sense because in season one, she went driving. She did drive. 
Did she? Yeah, because when they had that party, this was I heard this on Clear Eyes Full Hearts today, and they were they were answering fan questions, and they said the ages don't match up, so don't no. like hold on too too much to that. Also, when they had the uh, the team over for the barbecue, remember Coach and Tammy were fighting under the table. Yeah, yeah, I love that. She had to run out to get more meat or something like that. Yeah, and she told Julie to go get something, right? And Julie drove. <laughs> anyway, all right. In season two, Julie has her permit. She needs to practice driving, so she asks Tammy, and Tammy's preoccupied with Gracie Bell because Gracie Bell needs to go to sleep, and and Julie's so hurt by this, and she says, "I you, you're always dropping everything for me for the baby, and I still exist." And tells her she hates her, and she calls the baby a blob. A blob. What the hell does that mean? And then she says that she's going to date the Swede just to spite, spite her. her. I mean, granted, I was just having this thought, too, where the baby is actually a blob because they literally never hold her. She's always just plopped on the bed or plopped on someone's <laughs> like plopped. So she's a blob. She's a blob. Um, yeah. yeah uh, super disrespectful. Uh, you never even apologize. I'm sure she didn't apologize for the way things went down the other night. No. So then she's- you have the audacity to come up to me like you need to take me driving. Hell no, I'm not doing nothing for you. Not doing nothing for you, sweetie. Yeah. So, and then she's like, <laughs> on top of that, she's so much more rude. So rude. Like, her, you're like, digging a hole. Essential teenager? I get it. No, I don't. Quintessential but I, teenager? But I, I should say. Totally understand it. No, I do, I I do totally too. totally get it. Amy T. Garden's doing a really good job. She's doing a great job of making me want to slap her. I like, know. Oh. <laughs> Again, in this episode, <laughs> I was getting the fist. The Arthur, like, fist. The fist. Yeah. Shaking fist. So, Eric. He takes her out driving. He tries to talk Bad about time, Dad. Bad time. the Swede and Not carrying on carrying on the other night. Outside. Carrying on. I love that phrase. I'm I think it's it. adorable. We're going to use that. He just was like, I don't know how else to say this. You could see him like the wheels turning. Like, how can I bring up that my daughter's hooking up with yeah. this kid? They could have been in like the break. Like her foot could have been on the break. She was driving literally like having to turn and look at him every minute it was very dangerous. Did it remind you of Clueless at all? <clears throat> yeah, of course. The car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good scene. Uh, but Julie's punishment gets lifted because Eric feels that we should start over. And Tammy's like, you have not been here. I, I disagree 100% with this. You do not know what it's been like. And I was on Tammy's side. And you're like, don't let this go. You were so fired up. I was up. so fired so, up. I should have been live streaming you watch this. He was like... And Tammy's like, you know, we were talking and you're not punished anymore. Like, I don't think you should be punished. And I'm like, e- what? Temporarily going to lift it. What does that mean? What does that mean? So when is it going to come back on? <laughs> right. So Tammy, no rules. <laughs> Tammy takes her driving and tells her a story about when she was younger. She dated an older guy named Doug. She ended up sleeping with him. And obviously, this didn't go well. We know where it's going. I loved her giving the example. Like we've, yeah. As women, I don't even know as women, but th- this is something people, that unfortunately people. has happened to many people. Yeah, around the globe. You know, you lose your virginity at a younger <laughs> age, and then the next day, the person's like, "Oh, who are you? I don't care." Like that's just how I know the cookie crumbles, unfortunately. And so she was trying to teach her a lesson, and like I said. The mother is always right. Even if you don't want to admit it, she's always damn right. Come on. Well, the experience. And she says, you know, the Swede doesn't even have a name. His name's Antoine. Anton. Anton. Anton, Anton Swede, Anton, I guess. Well, we're just <laughs> going to... Maybe it's just Anton he Swede. He is so greasy. He is beyond Tim Riggins grease. 
Not a good way. No, not a hot way. And like, <laughs> not, not that anybody way. cares, but like typically this would be my type. Yes. But this is not but my this type. this is not it. So, and she also says the main thing is like, this guy might like you. He does not love you. He doesn't love so you. Just so remember just remember that. keep your legs shut. So Julie goes to the Swede's house in this What grimy, is that? It's like uh, a trailer park. Apartment. I mean, Why, no, how does he even have that apartment? There's no way he can afford that unless he has roommates or parents at some point there. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's well, it gross. could be a cheap apartment. It could be. A cheap I guess apartment. for his like summer, his uh, what's like, it what called? Co- what's I was gonna say? Coaching, lifeguarding, lifeguarding, lifeguarding job. But maybe during over. the school year, he has a regular job. So she goes there. He's like, oh, I guess we were supposed to hang out. <sighs> And she's just noticing everything. She sees the bong. She sees all the beer she's cans. Like, oh, she sees like, it's not dishes, what I want to be. Paper plates, like crazy food everywhere. And she starts tearing like up. Vol- Volchuk's apartment. I know. <laughs> Volchuk's was a little bit darker. Very dark. Yeah. Very dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> memories. Memories of the OC. Creating memories. But she sees his phone's going off, and she's like, her phone's going off. She's, at this point, she's had it. Yeah, and he brings up like, oh, yeah, my buddies, are, we're going to go to Dry Creek, and yeah, Jonesy's he, calling. He's like, A, B, and C, and D, and G, and F. <laughs> like, she's like, she leaves, and he's like, wait, what's wrong? Do you need a ride? And she's like, I'll figure it out. So how do, we don't know how she got there. Maybe we don't she, know how she got there, how she got home. We don't, we don't know. No idea. But she does go home. She's crying. Tammy asks her what happened, and she just cries in Tammy's arms. And again... This needs Mommy to happen. Is always right. Mm-hmm. This needs to happen. Body. Dun, dun, dun. The Clarks are having a nice family dinner. It's so cute. With Tyra. It's so super They're sweet. They're talking about their cat, their old cat, Mr. Puddles, who had a bladder issues. You know, you know, I tuned right into that. Oh, I was like, is that what they were talking about? Yeah, that's what they were talking about. <laughs> I was just looking at the stares of Tyra, like across the table is what I was focusing on. Like how happy she was to be listening to this I know. cat story. And also we just and love Landry's, Landry's mom. mom. What a sweetheart. I have to find out her name. Landry's dad's name is Chad. Chad. So Chad during dinner gets a call that the body was found, which automatically Landry and Tyra were like, fuck, right? Uh, not even breathing. Yeah. It would be on the floor. Next morning, Landry's in church with his family. He's starting to feel the guilt. He goes home. He tells Tyra, listen, I just have to go in and, and say, just come forward. And Tyra's eating like, him alive. what do you mean? You can't do that. What are you going to do? Spend the rest of the time of your life in jail? And he's like, what am I supposed to do? Live my life like this? Either way, it's shitty. Yeah. So it continues the paranoia while he's out eating lunch with Matt. And Tyra's with Mindy. And her friends. And, and her friends. friends. She's trying to go over a business proposal where Super cute. they're going to mow the lawns half naked. Right. And Tyra's laughing at them saying, this is a stupid idea. Yeah. And they're making googly eyes, but not like cute googly eyes. No. Kind of just like, do you see the hey. cop? I see mm-hmm. the cop. And Matt is just like going on and on about the smash and all Landry can focus on the cop. Well, the cop comes over and just like makes a joke about the Panthers. Like, you guys not practicing? Yeah. They were like, oh God. Yeah. Angela while she's home with Tyra, gets a call from the police to come on down. They have to talk to Tyra, which Angela did not know that this man... No, because they don't have that kind of I know, relationship. I know, that this happened to Tyra. So Tyra had to identify the body. They put it up against the sketch she gave, and they figured out this is the same man who was wanted for in two states. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And so Tyra feels relieved. But as this is happening... Chad is walking by and sees, and he's starting to put things together. I guess. 
I mean, I don't know. I don't want to spoil, ass- but you could he assume. He's, you could assume. He's, he's putting some things together. Sucks. <laughs> Last but not least, let's talk about KIT Keep in Touch. Mm-hmm. Lila volunteers at Juvie to discuss Christianity and the way of Jesus and the inmates. The inmates. The inmates are rude. And they also question her that this is all pretending you care. But like once we get out, all y'all just turn yeah, turn an eye. Exactly. You don't want to help us. Mm-hmm, true. So as Lila's leaving, she sees Santiago walking out and she thinks, all right, let me put my money where my mouth is. She stops. She asks him, where are you going? Congratulations, you got out. Offers him a ride. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. And we learn that he has to get a job. Because he's going to be on probation. His parents are from Mexico. They got deported two years ago. And he's also been in juvie for two years for selling weed. Right. Mm-hmm. Just filling you in. Yeah. No. Just giving you the background <laughs> on you. Santiago. Hey, Bruce. She drops him off and she says, hey, can I get your number? Just to keep in touch. K-I-T. I was shocked when she said that. I don't know why I was. It's Lila after all. But I, I was surprised. Yeah. Well, Lila's trying to get Santiago a job because now this is her mission, yes. right? So she goes to her mom and she says, can we hire him? Maybe he could do chores around the house. Maybe he could paint the garage door. And Pam's like, no, absolutely not. We don't know this guy. We don't want him in the house with your brother and sister. So Pam talks to Buddy. And Buddy's like, I'll take care of it. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, because he's like, let me get Lila on my good side again. Exactly. And Lila just wants to help this guy out because you know that's Lila. She needs to fix. Right. The fixer. That's right. We should name her that. She is the fixer. fixer. Or tries to be. Right. Yeah. She's like, she's doing a good thing, but also it's just. She's trying a little I wanna, too hard with that. It's not, it wasn't like natural. She was like, I know. okay, I'm going to turn around and pick him up. Yeah. So Buddy gives Santiago a job at the shop. It's great. Mike wants to know, do you foresee something happening between Lila and Santiago from GV? For sure. For sure. Is it me or does Lila's mom look more like she could be her older sister? Yeah. I looked up the ages and they're only nine years apart in real life. Yeah. But then the Friday Night Lights wiki only has them one year apart. You just, I'll just have to check the the ages. But yeah, I thought that too, Mike. Yeah, she's super young. She looks, she's one year older than, she's 36 in the show. She looks even younger than that. She really does. But that's our summary. Oh, perfect timing. Perfect timing. We're going to come back with Jillian. She's a Total Betty patron. And I can't wait to discuss all FNL with her. Oh, my God. Me, too. Welcome back from break. We have our Total Betty patron, Jillian, joining us, a.k.a. Jalance. Hi, Jillian. How are you? Good. How are you guys? We're good. Very good. So excited you're here. Tell us about your Friday Night Lights journey. You've seen the show before. I have. Uh, I saw it in high school and I really enjoyed it. Um, I watched bits of it with my brother, Jesse, and I have Uh a distinct memory of him talking about the last episode two three us watching it together and tim riggins saying the thing about i feel closer to god when i'm with you and him being like oh tim why would you say that please and so so he had a very different take on uh whether or not it was actually a line than you guys did oh really really? oh yeah he was like my gosh tim what did you think did you think it was a line i thought it was a line you did I don't think he 
really means anything about Christianity. I mean, it was a nice church service. Yeah, was good. Was. I'm with you guys, us little Jewish girls over here, like feeling the Jesus. I was like, but... oh, cute. This is a nice uh, church. We like the music. I was like, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so we have some rapid fire questions for you submitted by Vic. So, Tyra or Lila? Tyra. Jason or Tim? Well, I'd rather be friends with Jason, but Tim is Tim is Tim, so can't really choose. Tim right. Uh, Tyra with Julie or Landry with Tim? Um, Tyra with Julie. Tammy or Eric? Tammy. The Taylors or the Coens? Oh. <laughs> I mean, the Coens. What were you expecting me to say? <laughs> Who would you date on FNL up until this point? So no spoilers if, oh, you know, Matt someone Sarazen. else is He is the most acceptable boyfriend. Absolutely. By a long shot. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, who would be your best friend? Um. Oh, I don't know how well I get along in real life with most of them. Maybe Tyra. I feel like we could get into a little mischief together. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree to that. Uh, Vic asks, "How were your driving lessons? Who taught you? Did you have drivers ed in school?" <laughs> Jillian. Oh, well, so Indiana does it weird because you do like driver's ed right at the beginning when you first like get your permit. And then at the end, your driving instructor does the test. So she taught me how to parallel park on my driver's test, um, which was very convenient. I remember my dad took me out uh, into church parking lots. Uh, My brother, Jamie, let me. Yes. Let me like hold the steering wheel in Ohio while he was like controlling the gas. So I don't know how wise that was in retrospect, but it's, it's a cute memory. Yeah. Liz, what about you? Um, well, my dad took us. Do you remember? Well, that Edward shopping of center. Of course. I still call it Edwards. <laughs> it's not Edwards. It's a shopping anymore. center that it's a, a desolate. Yeah. That no, nobody goes to the shopping center. And my dad just let us like, pump like all foot on the gas and just you know test out and feel it around <laughs> that sounds fun <laughs> um i guess i was 15 or 16 like before i got like right before i got my permit my sister was like 12 he let her do it wow and then we had dri- we had drivers that through the school but i didn't do it through the school you did it with sam right yeah we did it through um it was just like an out outsourced you know kind of program through i think it was at church actually and we would get up like early on like a saturday or sunday and we did driver's ed through that and then that's when you take your driver's license test yeah i had a very interesting situation i was late to the game my dad got sick and had cancer (laughs) this isn't it's a sad but it's not uh so i was like so delayed getting my permit i was like 17 I was super late. Because yeah, but of, then you like immediately got your license. I did. And then you had a car. I did because my mom pretty much told me, you need to start taking your sister places because I can't handle it. Yeah. And so she's like, you don't have a choice. 
And so I just remember going to driver's ed and I did the accelerated program in the summer and that, oh my God, the instructor looked like a worm. I mean, no offense to people who look like worms, but he was awful, awful. (laughs) No offense to anyone who looks like a worm. But my driver was also the- full offense to the driver's ed teacher. But full offense. No, but full offense. He was the instructor and then my driver teacher was awful as well. And because I missed so many classes because of my dad being sick, I don't know how I got through that. And I found out later on that people in the car were afraid for their life when I had to drive. So, yeah, that was fun times. I'm so sorry. It all worked (laughs) out. Did you have a like a mean I had a mean guy on my yes. driving test. I failed my driver's test first. The first time. I like skid by by the my I don't even know the saying, like the skin of your nose. Yeah, whatever it is. I like he's like, You just passed. I'm like, Well thanks. I Dick. paused for a uh I totally a paused squirrel? a squirrel. You know the story, and that's how I failed. I was like, I'm not hitting the squirrel. Yeah. That was a very total petty moment of you. <laughs> I totally paused. I totally paused. <laughs> I did for a squirrel. Uh, moving on, Mike says, "Will Julie's attitude improve now that the coach is back?" Yes, and I feel like that's a crock of shit. It should have improved after her mom gave her a slap. <laughs> Julian, what do you think about Julie's attitude? She's really getting on my nerves. Oh, she. I mean, I feel like she's well behaved enough in the first season that I understand her need to act out Mm -hmm. at this point but I think she takes it a bit far and also like I get it you've been an only child your whole life and you know I'm a youngest child so I can't imagine what it would be like to get like a new sibling 15 years younger than you yeah I imagine that that actually would be pretty tough and I don't know that Tammy and Eric took that into account like when telling her and helping her through that but yeah oof. I couldn't really like blame Tammy when she slapped her I was like <laughs> I know I'm like oh like, I don't believe in slapping your children I know I also had that real realization like oh but I really did want to slap her myself so I get it <laughs> yeah yeah Carrying on with the Swede like that. How dare she? It was, it was just went on too long. And then even I was talking, you know, in, on our summary, and I'm like, she didn't, I bet you she didn't even apologize. And then she has the nerve to say, hey, mom, can you come take me out driving lessons? Like, why would I want to do anything for you after you just treated me that way? <laughs> so rude. Mike also wants to know, are we more like season one, Matt and Julie, or season two, Tandry? <gasps> oh, feisty. Um... I think that we have a whole secret Bonnie and Clyde thing going. So definitely Tandry. Ooh, love it. love it. Our budding romance in the Total Buddy community. <laughs> Mike and Jillian. Okay, Keely says, I'm curious, is Julie quickly approaching Buddy territory as least favorite character? She is quickly spiraling. What's the most fun road trip you've been on? And what is a road trip you'd like to go on? So let's just start with, is Julie becoming like buddy for you no not no no one will compare to buddy for me okay i mean Uh, yeah go ahead i was gonna say julie i feel like is so clearly a phase like yeah yeah, right i get it buddy is just set in his in his ways even though i had a few moments this episode where i was like yeah buddy 
Okay. Okay. He is who he is to the core. <laughs> He's never changing. Yeah. So Julie has some time. She's still yeah. young. Actually, I wanted to get your opinion on that, Jillian, because, you know, in the Discord chat, we were clapping for Buddy at certain points in this episode, and Liz was not on board with anything Buddy was doing. Interesting. Is it because his intentions are, like, self-centered and manipulative? Yes. 100%. And I honestly felt bad for McGregor. I Did I think he was a good coach? I mean, maybe to some other team. But I feel like they did him dirty and Buddy was the orchestrator of the whole thing. And he's always selfish. I mean, I digress. I feel like when he was like forcing Tim to do those like running up and down the stairs and he saw Mm -hmm. that Tim was clearly like in physical distress and everyone was like, maybe you should stop now. And then Tim was like vomiting. I was like, he you're clearly not a very good coach. And then like Tim passing out. Yes, he was hungover, but also like if you see one of your like players is in distress, you need to to end this. And clearly morale was low. And so I didn't really Mm -hmm. feel that bad for him, but. Yeah, I I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm warming up to it. I'm warming up to it. (laughs) Jillian, what's the most fun road trip you've gone on and what is one you'd like to go on? Um, well, I think that right before the pandemic, um, my brother Jamie and my sister-in-law Natalie, who are here tonight, um, took me and their dog Julio to some national parks in like Arkansas and Mammoth Cave. And uh, we had a very nice time, celebrated New Year's watching the night before Christmas sexy bread scene. And I'd say that was the best one. (laughs) That's cute. Is there one you want to go on? I mean, I feel like I'm always down for a fun road trip. Um, Yeah. Oh, I feel like going on Route 66 would be really fun. I've never yes. been, but I remember reading like the Molly's yeah, Route 66 Adventure American Girl book, if anyone remembers that. Yes. 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 And I was like, that would be so fun. Oh, gosh. Do I, I loved all the American Girl books. Oh, yeah. I love talking about American Girls. Let's now, talk about them. Now, at this age, added to summer programming. Yes. I was like, let's have a podcast about American Girls. Yeah, let's girls. add, just, oh, just I... go back to childhood. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm still yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah. Liz, um, My I have fond memories every year for dance nationals. We would have to, it's, it was usually out of state. So one year it was in Myrtle Beach and it was my family and then my friend's family and her grandpa drove us like, I mean, we might, we might must have been in the car for like 15 hours just to get to Myrtle Beach because like Delaware traffic and all yep. this and we were stopping and we just like, it was a blast because we were just, we would be making fun of the grandpa and we were like eating the snacks and like Wholesome. I still, yeah, I Wholesome. still to this day like have fond memories of that trip, even though we were miserable in the car for like 15 hours. It took us so long to get there. And we got there. We were driving on this dark road. Like it looked like nothing was around for miles. And we were like, are we in the right place? (laughs) Then Myrtle Beach, like it was the weirdest thing. Um, So yeah. But I pretty much am down to go anywhere. I don't, 
I have no yeah. hesitations on driving anywhere. Yeah. Some of you may know, because I have talked about it on previous podcasts, but Anthony and I, we had a very small wedding and spent our budget traveling for two months, and we did an out west road trip. So we started in Colorado, and then we did Yellowstone, and we did the whole West Coast, and we were away for seven weeks, and that was the best road trip ever. It was a long time. And I would love to do something like that again. Is that when you went to Orange County and got to sit in the booth? Yes, that was the main part. Yeah, and I made sure we stayed on a houseboat in Newport Beach like Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy, pour one out. Yeah, I I had to act like Jimmy Cooper, but that was amazing. Okay, so we got a message from Stav on Instagram. They said they love the podcast, but said, I agreed with some of the things you said about last episode. First, I don't think the point of error, I disagreed, I'm sorry. (laughs) with some of the things that you said last week. First, I don't think the point of Eric's storyline was to show what a good coach he is. I think it was to show what a good high school coach he is. Absolutely. When they come back to the other coach, was glad the punishment wasn't too bad, but he didn't care that the player did something wrong. Eric cares about educating the boys, and that's why he's a better fit for high school coach job. 100%. Second, I have to say I disagree about Julie. I don't... I do not appreciate the way she ended things with Matt after trading him horribly for months. Kind of gives me Rory and Dean vibes. And I think doing that after she knew the Swede liked her back. I also have a question for Liz. Do you think this is why fans hate Julie? Because of Matt. I could. I hate is a strong word. I I mean, I don't personally hate her. I don't know any fans besides when we talked to your brother-in-law who was like, Julie's my latest favorite. And I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) What is happening? Yeah. Um, So yeah, I guess I could see the person who hurts our golden boy is going to get some hate. And uh, I agreed with Stav. What was I thinking? I had like a thought. Now I, it's. uh, Did you get the Rory and Dean vibes? Of course. I mean, I think I said this. Did I say this? I feel like I said this. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, good first boyfriend. Is it this show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show? You I'm did like, say that. Yeah. <laughs> we podcast about other shows too. So I'm right, like, right. did I say this? Um, but I don't like the comparison yeah, of reference. the Swede to Jess. Okay? Jess deserves no. better than a comparison to Oh, Swede. no, 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 no. It's not even a thought in my brain. Mm-hmm. Swede. Mm-hmm. Trash. I wanted yeah. to discuss this, and I'm so glad you're on this episode, Jillian, because... Lila, we discussed this in the top half, obviously, how she just really wants to help Santiago and not to compare her to other characters from our other shows. Is she like Marissa mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and always having to fix? But when mm-hmm. Marissa does it, it doesn't, is it doesn't, it comes off more genuine. And I don't think Lila's not genuine about it, but there's just something about it. Do you agree? I would love your There's intake. just something about Lila, though. There's something about Lila to me. Well, I think that Marissa sees the people who she's fixing as more um, reciprocal. Like she sees sees herself as getting something in return from like Ryan, Oliver, Johnny, like their friendship or their relationship, whatever have you. Whereas Lila is definitely like going full savior on Santiago. That was his name, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 full savior on him we can even go to white savior on him honestly like with the yeah. Uh, yeah entire like little prison storyline um but 
That is an interesting comparison. Yeah, I don't know. It just made me curious. I see that your brother, is he going to, does he want to say his stuff live or are you going to read for him? Because I know you brought some things. Okay, so some of his, he sent me a whole line of text. This episode, ridiculous through and through. The idea that Jason Street can just be in Mexico for a week without anyone batting an eye is insane. Regan's being there for a week makes total sense, even though he should be at school and practice. Lila doing prison ministry is terrible, and she crumbles so fast. Also, the fact that all the prisoners are black and brown is either very progressive in its realism or very problematic for a show that aggressively centers white people in Texas. Landy and Ira make a lot of sense as a couple and are cute and should have been given more of a shot. Um, Riggins trying to bribe a cop is amazing and how realistic it is for how Americans stereotype Mexico and Mexicans. Yes. <laughs> quitting his job at Texas Southern. Go back to Dylan is dumb and a bad career move. Connie Britton is the best thing on the show. Buddy is a schmuck. And whoever that actor is, is great at being a schmuck. Lila is 100% not Buddy's biological daughter, (laughs) personality-wise. Amy Teagarden now looks nothing like she did when she played Julie Taylor. Truly an incredible change. Unrecognizable. I don't know. Oh, my God. I have to see a picture of her in recent times. I I don't think I've looked her up. Because I've only ever known her to look like this because this was the era that I knew her in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what she looks like now. Um, I'm curious. Uh, Coach Taylor can't coach his daughter to drive. Riggins is a good friend and he's 100% right about the surgery. Terrible idea. Julie's haircut is bad and she deserves better. Oh. The Taylor baby is not cute, which is surprising because the Taylors are both so good looking. Plug, you have a very cute new niece. Um, I do have a very cute new niece. Aww. Julie and Tammy are great in their scene practice in parking. And after Julie leaves Anton's house, underrated acting pair. Buddy hiring Santiago is a nice move for a schmuck. Julie deserves better than her haircut and Anton, and I'm glad she left his house. Jason Street at karaoke is amazing, only outdone by his singing in Heart of Dixie. Oh, um, I don't know that. Oh, yeah, does, he sings in Heart of Dixie. I looked it up. Does he sing really? Does he sing well? Yeah, he or? he was like a professional singer. He was? Yeah. That's so cute. So, Yes. Oh my god, I just love him even more. There's a little yeah, more and basically another her. mention of Buddy is a schmuck. <laughs> and the Julie Taylor infomercial part infomercial part is very weird, but a nice gesture by the show. Oh my god, we didn't even talk about that. What how okay, so <laughs> that was bizarre. It we if you watch it on Netflix, it's on there's a PSA after about Julie talking about is it drunk driving? I don't even. I don't yeah, like. Even, don't text and drive. Don't get it's distracted. Yeah, she's like or safe don't, driving. Yeah, like just don't. And like how you your friends in the car. I think it was. Yeah. yeah, it was. It felt like it was out of nowhere, but I understand it. Well, so yeah, I listened to the Queer Eyes Full Hearts episode yeah. one earlier today to prepare, and they yeah. said that some driving safe company, whatever had cut a check to uh, Friday Night Lights for this episode as like PSA material. And they were talking a little about like the other sponsorships that he, or that Friday Night Lights got like Applebee's and Under Armour. And how interesting, right? Only semi mm. under the radar, but yeah. Yeah. So he was saying that everyone who was paid that day, their cut was checked by whatever driving institution. So yeah. Yeah. It just was cool. so abrupt. It just like yeah. 
goes into it and you and Mike was like, did this just happen? I mean, it happened on the DVD for me. Did it also happen? I'm like, yeah, it also happened on Netflix. So way to go. Do you have any other questions for us or anything you want to discuss? Um, oh, I wanted to call back last week for a second because I yes, have a lot of please. thoughts on Billy and um, Jackie. What was her name? Oh, Jackie. 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 I think my main concern with their coupling has less to do with the bro code and more to do with why he's interested in a 33-year-old who was sleeping with a 17-year-old. I feel like that should be a turnoff. Mm. Mm-hmm. How old is Billy supposed to be? In his like, I feel like he's in- mid to late 20s? Or is yeah. he older than that? I feel like he was in his early 30s. I'm not sure, though. Yeah, wow, it's I'm a big difference sure. between the boys. Do you think, though, I, that the bar is just really low for Billy? Yeah, yeah. that's fair. At the same time. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's very strange that she's being given any, like, what's the word? Like, uh currency i guess like she's being treated like she is a desirable commodity and you're like she was sleeping with a 17 year old boy or 16 right. at the time who knows right he definitely is underage it's icky so, yeah it's yeah. so icky yeah why would you be attracted to someone who's also it's like your brother's second brother. right why would you even want to subject yourself to that? Like my that my brother had done her, so now I'm going to also. I don't. Does that storyline come back? I don't remember. I feel like I've blocked I, out a lot of season two, except for a certain Gilmore Girls guest. Yes, star. yes, I know. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah, Liz does know about that. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, it's season back. two. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah, it, it's coming. Oh, thank God! I when we started, I was like, this is a weird season. <laughs> It is a very weird, weird. (laughs) It's a really weird season. Yeah, I don't know if that circles back. It has to, I'm assuming. Or does it? Maybe it's like a one-time thing. Guarantee with how weird this season has been. The way, I don't know if you've listened to more Clear Eyes, Full Hearts, but the way they uh, Derek talks about this storyline with Billy and Jackie, it makes it sound like there's not much happening there. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not... Well, okay, good. I deal. look forward to not having to see it again. Yeah. I hope that that's the case. Yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you guys, actually. Yeah. Do you feel, and this is going to come out as a leading question because it kind of is, do you feel like Tyra is manipulating Landry right now with her behaviors toward him regarding not coming forward? Mm, yes. I feel like do you do you think she believes it's a manipulation though, or no. is she just trying to like do everything possible for them not to do time for this? I just I, I don't want to believe that she knows she can control the narrative, and she should be able to, but like control it in like you said manipulation. Right, like she shouldn't she shouldn't feel like she can control both of them, right. She can only control what she does. She can't set out to control what Landry wants to do. If Landry is wholeheartedly, I want to turn myself in. Yeah. Yeah. She might have to just respect that decision. Do you think he should, Jillian? 
I mean, you know what happens, but at this point. I mean, I definitely think that they should have just turned themselves in to begin with. I mean, that would be a pretty easy. He was attacking her. We have it on record of her attacking in the past, him yeah. attacking in the past. Like, And again, his father is the sheriff. Calling his father was the best possible thing they could have done. Best possible thing. It's best possible thing. That's the other memory I have of watching with my brother, Jesse, was him going on a lengthy rant about how stupid that story was. It's like, so bad. Yeah. You know, if it's going to eat away at him like that. I mean, what's clearly the police don't care that much. They're like, oh, well, he's a rapist. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. good riddance. That's true. Up. Like, <laughs> Are they going to open it up again where they're like. Oh, he's was murdered. Or do they not care because he was a rapist? Right. And he was wanted I guess for we this. Will see. Yes. Yeah, we, we see, but I, I remember all the specifics of how I remember like things that happened. I don't remember how some of them come to be, but yeah. The storyline remains so stupid. It's so bad. Spoiler yeah. And it, just, it is not right. a good storyline. Just was not necessary. And just to bring to these two it. together. Yeah, no. Just to bring there's, these two together. I would have been so happy if we just developed this and it was super cute and she realizes one day, oh my God, I'm in love with Landry. And then they're together. I don't need, didn't need that. And like you said, bring on a murder storyline when the seasons. When, when there's nothing to well do. In. Why are you going to do that in the, the second season? We didn't need it season two. We didn't need it here. No, we also didn't need to like. The purest character on the show, I feel like, is probably right. Landry, except for maybe Matt. Yeah. But like, they're yeah. very pure characters, right? Why do we yeah. do this to Landry? And, you know, he did the right thing when he told Tammy, I felt, back in season one. When So I'm like, yeah, how has she clouded his judgment so much? Which is why I'm like, is she doing this on purpose? Like, using, like, his well-known feelings for her and whatever? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I guess time will tell. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think she just, I think she's just a panic teenager and was, didn't want, I think it wasn't a selfish thing. I think, she, well, maybe in a way where she doesn't want to see Landry go to jail. Of course. Like, oh no, I need you. I feel like actually myself and like probably the best I've ever felt around you. So I don't want that to go away. Yeah. Yeah. Which is selfish, but also she's trying to watch out for him in a way too. I mean, I'm sure that like in her mind, she has like justified their actions Mm -hmm. herself in every conceivable way. I'm sure that buddy does that to himself too. Julie's doing it to herself. They're all justifying their terrible behaviors, but yeah, at least we can see a little bit of Tyra's like trauma and why she's so. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, music in this episode, Leonardo Rodriguez, Gabriel Rios, and the Johnny Childs Blues Band. Let's go into quotes. Jalance, eh? I like just calling you Jalance. <laughs> Jalance. Uh, what was your favorite quote in this episode? Um, don't piss in my shoes and tell me it's raining. <laughs> Such good Southern wa- wisdom. So mm-hmm. good. Yeah. So good. I'm not using that. Oh, and just the usage of carrying on. 
the way that oh. said carrying on in the and we were so it was that was such an interesting phrase it was so interesting we're gonna I use it. it we're gonna use it yeah, from now carrying on. on yeah um can you at least buy me some tacos that was mine. that was funny <laughs> I, I love it. it was so good coach's corner what was your favorite coach coach i do this every coach and week coach? what was your favorite coach corner and moment um I think just when he showed up in the beginning and you just saw the complete change in Julie's demeanor, the moment she like runs outside and sees him. I thought that was a very sweet moment. And when he like seemed like take a breath before going out to talk to the players and he's like, it's time for me to regain control. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they clearly have so much more respect, even though they were clearly a little spe- skeptical, but they like, he's able to command that respect. And I like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I actually chose Mrs. Coach with Tam with Tammy, obviously, with Julie. That's who I chose as well. In the car. Yeah. I thought that was really important. And she gave her a little lesson, even though Julie wasn't ready to hear it. And then she realized, oh, what you were saying actually makes sense. I should probably listen to my mom sometimes. Thank goodness. Mm. I'm glad the scene did not drag out. Yeah. I feel like they do a good job of not dragging things out. Mm-hmm. in this show yeah so well yeah i guess so <laughs> like the murder no <laughs> well, i mean like scenes where yeah yeah no, no, yeah. you're right you're right you're right okay mvp and shittiest we'll go around jillian who is your mvp can i go last i'm like still debating i've been debating sure time. tammy i also had tammy, tammy. tammy, tammy we tammy, had tammy, votes tammy. for will and buddy I mean, we had votes for Buddy. Will chose Buddy. <laughs> I was like, Will? I mean, Will's always an MVP, right? <laughs> Buddy? Who yes. picked Buddy? Will did because he brought back Eric. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll give it to you. I'm not choosing him, but I'll I'll see your side. I think I'm going to give uh, Tammy my MVP for yeah. how she was trying to help Julie through the whole like sweet situation. And then when she came back, she didn't jump to any conclusion. Just like, how did you feel about their punishment taken away tactic? Because I was like, wait, she's not punished anymore. Why? I feel like we're trying to give her a clean slate because like Eric was back and he was aware that his departure was a big part of why she was acting yeah. out like that. And so they're trying to give her the opportunity to like turn it around is my best guess. I mean, she ended up using her power for good, made the right decision to leave the Swede. So I guess yep. they're Jedi. Mind. Yeah, she but, did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we'll continue on a better path. We'll have have a little change in Julie. Shittiest. Jillian, would you like to go first or last? Let me go last. Okay. Liz, who'd you have? The Swede. I also had the Swede. We had votes for Julie. Yeah, but... I felt like the Swede was too easy, but because you guys both chose the Swede, I'm just gonna... (laughs) I was like, who else can I choose? But no, really, he's just so gross. And like the beer cans and... Yeah. Just, you just know what it smells like in there. Yes. And you can feel the heat, the temperature. 
It's Ugh. not kosher. Yeah, I was like, I want to cry too, Julie. Get out. Yeah. Right? I did Run. not want to even sit on that couch. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's choose an emoji for this episode. I suggested a shark. Yeah. That was my Jillian. first that too. Oh, awesome. <laughs> you know, there is yeah. a shark emoji, right? Because, you know, this always happens where we pick Let's an emoji it and it actually, we think it exists and it doesn't actually exist. But what you can do with that emoji is you can stick it in an Apple podcast review or you could send it to us on Instagram, Total Betty Podcast Network. There is a shark. Can, okay, awesome. <laughs> that works out. You can email it to us. And the reason we ask you to do this is so we know you're listening. Uh, we did get a new Apple podcast review. Liz is going to read it. Woohoo! Yay! Okay, it says, listen, Michelle, are the dot, dot, dot from KBeth15 because I have it open on Apple Podcasts and nowhere else and you can't see past, uh, past the dot, dot, dot. Five stars. Um, I've been around since their Tree Hill Talk days, throwback, and I loved every minute of every podcast these two have done. Friday Night Lights is one of my favorite shows, so I was so happy to see that they would be covering it. Listening to this podcast helps me get through my work days, and I can't even begin to say how much I love these two ladies. Thank you. Thank you so much. So sweet. Means means the most to us when you leave us an Apple Podcast review. It helps us grow. You could also, if you're listening on Good Pods, which is pretty much good reads for podcasts, you could rate us over there. You could follow us, see what we're listening to. We could see what you're listening to. It's a good time. So uh, we'd really appreciate it. Definitely. Liz, who's our booster of the week? Our booster this week is... Booster of the week. You're a total booster. Mal. Mal! Because... We love Mal. We love Mal we so love much. Mal. Her energy is requested on all levels of our network yeah. because she's got such great energy. Um, so we've been chatting in the Discord, and she gave me a very big laugh yesterday. And today we're talking about the cartoon Arthur and Sam, uh, Michelle's sister. She's been on this podcast. Is a humongous, humongous Arthur stan. Like has been for years and years. She's even telling them how she uh, was watching it on her wedding day in the morning <laughs> to pepper herself up for that day. Um, and Mal also loves Arthur, and they were chatting, and she was just cracking me up. So I just wanted to say, hey, Mal, we thank you so much for being with us. We love when we get to hear from you, and you're the best. You really are the Don't sweetest. Don't forget that Mal's avatar is DW. It is DW. Yeah. I know Sam messaged me about that. She's like, oh my God, I love Mal's so avatar. So true. She really loves Arthur. She really does. Yeah, that's our new channel happening. So if that's your thing, come <laughs> over to the Totally Betty Podcast Network over on Patreon. It's a, it's a perk. It's a perk. It's a perk. You can talk about Arthur. All the chats. If you want. All right, Liz, I'm going to give you a look into next game's playbook. I can't believe we're on episode five. Yeah, I'm not going to put this mic down. I'm just going to. Okay. I got it. You're going to spitball? Okay. It's called <laughs> Let's Get It On. Oh, no. Four words, which green light, which I'm cheating, but green, green light. Green light as in two. Like, you got the green light. Go. Of the okay? Yeah, you got the okay. No. Flop. Flop? Yep. Suspect. Suspect. And chump. Chump? Chump. Like, you're being a chump. These are tough words. Tough, yeah. tough. Yeah. 
Um, but There's Lottie was one Beyonce of Beyonce oh, no, playing Green Light. Yes, that's a tease for you. Yeah, you get the. You got the okay. The green light. Green light. Like you got the okay. Who's getting the okay? Someone's going to do it. Isn't that what the title is about someone doing it? Let's get it on. Let's get it on. That's making me uncomfortable. Well, the green light. I, I am so lost with these words. All right. How about <laughs> flop? But suspect. That's obviously to do with the murder. Yes, that's very good. They're going to be looking at suspects. Landry's dad, Chad, will be looking into Tyra a little bit closer now. Very good. Mm. Mm-hmm. She might be a suspect. Mm-hmm. Flop? Mm-hmm. Who's going to flop? Are the boys going to flop on their first game back with coach? And then mm. it's not going to be looking good. Everyone's going to be like, why'd you come back if you couldn't coach them? Um, chump? Yeah, who's a chump? Isn't a chump like a wimp mm-hmm. in a way? Yeah. Like you chumped out? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you think I'm a chump? Matt, maybe? Matt's a chump versus Smash, but also he's the one who started the, the fight in the first place, so maybe Landry kind of gives him like a little speech about don't be a chump around smash and tell him how you feel. And maybe the boys will support Matt and uh, coach will kind of give smash a talking to, I don't know. I predicted that he's not going to take smash's position away. I really still don't think he's going to. Okay. Uh, Maybe coach tells Matt, don't be a chump and go and try and make things nice again with Julie. She's hurting. Now she's not as much. Okay. That's good. Really ready for that. Mm hmm. And then the f- green light. Yeah. <laughs> the okay. The okay. I don't know what the okay is for. Good to go. With the surgery, we're good. We're going to have it. Maybe. Maybe not. I hope not. Yeah. Well, you did good. This is going to... Okay. Yeah. All right. That's that was, Those were really, really tough. You did good. That you was really good. tough for me. All right. As always, we have a Will's Football Poetry Corner, the term... Let's snap. Welcome to Poetry Corner. Here we go. Half-back draw. A half-back draw is when the QB fakes like he's going to pass, only to hand it to the running back. The Panthers lost their second game because they ran too many half-back draws. Meanwhile, Landry's dad and the town police drew a body out of the river to Landry and Tyra's dismay. At the end of the episode, Tim begs Lila to help him convince Jason to withdraw from the risky surgery. Very nice. Back draw. Thank you so much, Will. We appreciate you. Jillian, do you have a favorite season? Or it's been a while since you've watched and you can't recall, like, they all jumbled together? I think they all pretty much jumbled together. I mean, I remember different characters that I really liked in later seasons. I feel like season one was just kind of like the the pinnacle in my mind. But Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to rewatching because I did really enjoy it in my youth. Who was your favorite character when you first watched? Uh, Julia, actually. I identified the most with her. Yeah. And also, I'm I a could see that. Saracen, so. Duh. Who wouldn't? Yeah. I didn't get the Tim Riggins thing until I got older. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know what I was in for, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> because for years, 
Michelle's like, oh, Tim Riggins, Tim Riggins, Tim Riggins, Taylor Kitsch. I love Taylor Kitsch. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then I'm like, oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. Mm -hmm. I've arrived. I've arrived. Yeah. Do we think that Taylor Kitsch is still hot? Because last time I saw him, he was the leader of the Branch Davidians. I forget his name. And I feel like I was really not attracted. Not attracted. David Koresh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to take a peek. I think it's really, there's just something about Tim Riggins. It's like, you know, like Taylor Kitsch. (laughs) His storyline just gets bleaker and bleaker. Oh, no. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. But yeah, there's just something about Tim. I'll have to see if this, I'll have to. It feels so weird. Like, let me just look at pictures and see if I'm still attracted to you as yourself. Do you think that you would have been like into his, I feel closer to God when I'm with you? No. 100% no. No. Not especially the way I was. was Headspace at that point. As a teenager, I was like a no bullshit. I would have been like, ew. Girl. (laughs) I feel like I started laughing. Yeah. I would have. Yes. yes, I would have definitely laughed. I would have definitely laughed and I would have been like, get out of here. I had a lot of nervous giggles back in the day, like even just like getting close to like boys or like when someone wanted to like kiss me, I'd be like super like I would just laugh and they'd be like, why are you laughing? I'm like, I don't know. It's just like my nervous tick is to laugh. And they're like, is something wrong? I'm like, no, it's just me. I'm wrong. No, you're <laughs> it's not my personality. Wrong. No, no. <laughs> just awkward i feel like at that age how are you you don't even know how to do anything no i mean i feel like julie and matt's almost sex scene was just so true to life so relatable yes, yes. So relatable. Oh, poor matt and julie I yeah know. i know i did love that whole scene though yeah, and they were like the creepy taxidermy. it was cute yeah and they were just making fun of each other's feet you were going to sleep with me with dirty feet? Mm. That's something I would have said. Absolutely. Like, how dare you? Yeah. Well, Jillian, this has been a pleasure. It's been an yeah. honor. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we hope you guys keep listening. Thank you to everyone who is currently listening and downloading the episodes and all of our buddies over at Total Betty Podcast Network. Ooh. We love and appreciate you all. And we'll be back next week for... Episode five, let's get it on. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora. Thank you.